Good day, everyone. You're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode two, the good kind of jump scare. I'm your host, Alex, and today I have the honor to have John as my guest on my show. Um, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Uh, to make things clear, John is actually my best friend. The bestest. The bestest of the best uh, since we were young back in seventh grade, which is 2000 something. And we met from him stabbing me in the hand with a pencil. The good old days. <laughs> the good old days, in- indeed. And he was my best man at my wedding. And to this day, we still have random conversations. But for today, we're going to talk about... My hobby? Yes, exactly. Okay. His hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Which is horror games. One of his hobbies. Love horror games. I never got into it, but I feel like you have a lot to talk about it. And so, first of all, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Yes. Yeah, so, I am a middle-aged male. No, you're not. 26, whatever. That's not middle-aged. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a variety of hobbies, but I do love to play uh, horror video games. Horror, to specify. Horror. Not horror games. <laughs> horror. It's just one of the things I like to do with my pastime. Okay, okay. And uh, when did this actually become your hobby? Well, I'm going to say it's been about a year and a half that it's been my hobby. Just because I only started to play horror games on PC. Mm. And I've only owned a PC for about a year and a half. So before that, I was technologistless. So I did, wasn't... I. I didn't I get, have I get, any I get, new I games. I didn't have any new systems. I, I wasn't really doing anything. I was doing other hobbies. I get what you're hobby. saying. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, you built your own PC, right? Bunny ear quotation marks. Built, yes. With the help of my dearest friends. But yeah, I built it myself. I was a supervisor. <laughs> um. So... When so you said you only started playing horror video games recently, or like one year, or was it something that you started when you were younger? I played a few horror video games when I was younger, and I did love them, but I wasn't able to dedicate as much time as I am now to playing horror video games. That's why I like to say my hobby started more recently, even though I loved doing it before. I have more time and resources to dedicate to now. Okay. Okay, and uh, what actually got you introduced to horror games? As in, was it a person or an event or something you saw on TV and you said to yourself, oh, I would love to play as that person or something like that? Well, I originally love horror movies. So because I love horror movies and anyone who does love horror movies love the thought of, well, what if I was in that situation, right? What would I do if I was in that situation? So that's kind of what horror video games gives to me. That's where it all stemmed from. So it's, I love horror movies so much. And I'm like, well, I get to control the main character or the main villain in a horror game. So why not advance that love for horror in general? Okay. So wait, what kind of horror games do you play? Well, I specifically like um, survival horror games. Okay. And I also like a bit of action horror games. And by survival horror games, I kind of mean, um, you know, if anyone out there has played like games like Outlast or Amnesia, where your character is kind of, he's defenseless. And you have to, you know, hide or run or 
figure out a way to sneak past other people in order to survive to get to continue on the story just because that's you know like no more I, I horror get, yeah. less action it's more true to the genre okay so would you like a game that where you're carrying a weapon or you have no weapon and no way to defend yourself when it comes to survival and i like the kind of game where you don't have a weapon but i could i also really do appreciate the games where you do have a weapon just because it also makes it a little more real if you were in a horror movie situation in real life, no doubt about it that you would take up a weapon and defend yourself. Mm-hmm. So I do like the games where there's a weapon just because it makes it more realistic. There's more thrill when you don't have a weapon because mm-hmm. you know that if you run into anything, you're totally screwed. For example, I think Outlast was one of those games where you just had your video camera, camera right? Yeah. Camera and a light. That's it. And you, know? you love that game, right? I do love that game. It was... You know, one of the first horror games I played on PC, and oh, it was good. <laughs> Gives you chills. It was. Oh, but speaking about first horror game, what was your actual first horror game? Not just on PC, but I mean, GameCube or any other console. In terms of console, the first quote-unquote horror game that I played, yeah, it was on Sega Genesis. It was called Splatterhouse. I'm guessing it involves blood? Lots. <laughs> so think of you being Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah. That's the main character. And you're killing like aliens and monsters with your machete. And you're like, so you're a big buff guy. You got a hockey mask on. You look creepy. Got a big gun, uh, sword, you know, and just cutting monsters in half and decapitating them. And obviously it like looked super old school because it was Sega Genesis, but... <laughs> As a kid and it's it your was first dope. horror game, that's, you know, that's so dope. Okay, wow. And that was like your, the game that said, ooh, I love this, right? Was it the game that introduced you to all the games or was it just your first horror, horror video game and then you played another game you said, ooh, I'm really into this? It was my first horror game. I'm not going to say it was the game where I introduced me as a staple where I'm like, oh man, I need to play more of these games. It was definitely my first horror game. I'd have to give that prize, however, to um, a tiebreaker between Resident Evil 4, which was one of the first zombie killing games. It, it wasn't it was more action than horror, but it still had that zombie touch to it or Outlast, which was like the true first the first true, true horror game that really got me into it. OK, OK, guess the best question to ask right now, what is the current horror game you're playing? Yeah, or you're enjoying a lot. The current horror game I'm I'm working through right now is Outlast Two. It came out the sequel. Yes, the Outlast the sequel. It came out last year or the beginning of this year. Is it a continuation of the uh, last story or a brand new story? It's a brand new story. Same type of gameplay: camera, flashlight. You're a reporter, so it's just the same thing as the first game, but it's in a completely different setting. Mm-hmm. and it so it gives the games a lot more you're not in a mental hospital like in the first one you're kind of like in the boonie village of hillbillies and you know creepy general people but it's you're in the open so you don't know where things are going to come out from in the first game you're in an asylum there's walls you know nothing's going to break through the wall but in the second one you're in the open and you don't know where things are going to come from which, you know, gives it its charm, and it's what I'm working through right now. It's kind of like, uh, remember Call of Duty when you used to play uh, zombies and you'd walk into the mist 
and there'd be that monster that just pops out of nowhere. Yeah, when you jump off the bus and some freaking little gremlin jumps on you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. But in this game, can you use your flashlight as a weapon or is it just a flashlight? No, it's just a flashlight. It's really <laughs> just so that when it's dark, dark, you're not walking blind. Mm. So you don't you know, run into doors or run into bad guys. And it's just so you can actually see where you're going. Of course. You would never use it as a weapon. That's ridiculous. Um, do you play different horror games for different thrills? Or like what's the thrill you get out of it? Is the, is it like the scare factor, the jump scare, the um the suspense or So there's definitely jump scare. I don't feel like there's that many jump scares. It's not like watching a movie since it's not lot like you know, mm. like there could only be so many jump scares in a video game in a row before you're back to your character. It's more for the thrill. There's a lot of suspense when you play horror games, you know, you creep and crawl because you don't know what's going to come at you. So you have a lot of adrenaline when you play. Do you get like sweaty when you're playing or, like, or you're clutching your controller or the, the mouse or the keyboard or anything like that? So there have been some games that worked <laughs> up a sweat. You know, you get uh, it's very stressful. Playing horror game is very stressful, but in a different kind of, kind of yeah it's like a good kind of way okay not like you know stress at work or stress or studying or, and stuff like that exactly it's like one of those games where you're so stressed for that one like minute period and then you finish it and then you feel so relieved and then you get stressed right again yeah it's like <laughs> an up and down roller coaster of stress relief adrenaline okay so but it's something that you love and that's the thrill you, you love the roller coaster of emotions would you say it's fear or the fear coaster the fear coaster oh man um it does the aspect of video games what kind of impact did it have on your life as in your perspective or experience and your knowledge or anything like that well the aspect of games i feel like it's definitely you know everyone games is a time killer it, it's what you do when when you want to just let time go by it's also you know like um it's almost like a friend you know you create fond memories out of games Mm-hmm. And you you want to revisit those friends every once in a while because you enjoyed them so much. And they're obviously the games that you didn't like and the games that you didn't really care about. But there are always those games that, you know, they stayed with you. So it's it's definitely a way to create fond memories. And it's just like it just becomes a part of your life when you play them. Okay. Now, talking about being part of your life, are there any horror games you've replayed? Yes, I have. Replay- so I replayed Outlast, the first one. I've replayed Resident Evil 7, the newest one that just came out. I haven't finished Outlast 2, so I couldn't replay it. Um, That's fair. Like I said, Resident Evil 4, if you can just consider zombies as a horror game, I've played through that one multiple times. And it does have its own jump scares. I don't know if I could call it a horror game. Okay. But actually, I have two questions. But the first one is... What would you actually categorize as a horror game? Because it seems like there's a thin line between something being a horror game or action, thriller, suspense. But what would you say is the border? What would be the criteria to be considered a horror game? So to say what I consider part of a horror game, I'd have there has to be, you know, horror is being scared, right? Yeah. If it wasn't that, then you'd consider it an action game or a thriller or a adventure game so if you're gonna play through a game and you don't feel a bit afraid or a bit grotesque or you know like i don't i don't feel like gore alone is good enough to call a game 
horror. It takes visuals. It takes, you know, the the feel of a game. Like when you play through a game, what does the, you know, like how does the cinematic of the game, the background, the characters, the act, the voice acting, like all of that comes together to make horror. If you don't feel afraid or a bit grotesque from it, or if you could just play through the game sitting down, unless you're like the ultimate master horror game and you don't feel any anything for it, then it's hard to consider that a horror game. Like you can't just consider Call of Duty Zombies a horror game because there yeah, are zombies. Fair, yeah. There's no scare factor in it. There's no ambiance to it. There's there's it was, it's kind of like a side thing they try to just shove in there and say, oh, this is the horror factor, but it's yeah. And there are people who who are sensitive to zombies and consider like anything zombie scary, but then you know, like I, I that doesn't count as a general acceptance of horror genre. Mm. Mm. So when it comes to playing horror games, would you rather play single player games or it's more of a co-op thing that you enjoy and seeing your friends get scared? Like myself, I do not play horror games. I definitely do enjoy seeing my friends get scared when I play horror games. It's lots of fun. I personally prefer a single player horror game. The reason why is because when I'm with let's say two people or three people and we're all playing the horror game together, I kind of lose that sense of horror mm. or sus- or um like suspense. Yeah, yeah. I no longer have that tension when I play the game because I'm laughing at other people being scared because if there's, you know, like if they're more sensitive to it, or it's just more funny, but I lose that tension I had when I play a single player horror game. That makes sense. Yeah, of course. But I so back to the second question I had previously about it. Um, you were saying that you replayed some horror video games. Those horror video games that you did replay, did you ever get scared again from the same scene? Or was it like you knew what was coming up? Oh, for sure. Because the thing is, is you remember things about this. You're like, <laughs> oh, I know there's a jump, sca- a jump scene. But it's been like, you know, like, let's say eight months since you've last played the game. Because I never played the game back to back twice, Okay, right? so you give it some time. I give it some time. I revisit, okay. you know, like visiting an old friend. And so you're like, oh, I know there's a jump scare here. And and then you're wrong. And you're like, <laughs> what the what the hell? And then it comes. And then it comes. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. It's like, I was five minutes off. And that completely threw you off because you let your guard down, you know? So it's like kind of like, oh, man, you got me twice. Or you got me three times. Because it's been so long that you just don't remember exactly when the jump scare was. Or... You kind of reappreciate why you enjoyed the game in the first time. Okay. Now, I don't know if I asked this already, but what is the all-time best horror game you played? All-time best. Ooh. Or say, let's say top three. Put a spin on it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Top three. I'm going to say Resident Evil 7, Biohazard. I'll put that as one of the top best. And the reason why I say that, if anyone has played it, is because it redefined the genre of the Resident Evil series back to its original purpose. Resident Evil was being, you know, diluted by action and things like that. So it wasn't, it was like five, six, and like I said, part of four. They're no longer horror games. They're more action. They're more action. Okay. There's, there's, it's a point and click, uh, point, point and shoot. Just point and click, guys. Come on. (laughs) But um, the Resident Evil 7 went back to its horror game roots, which is, very refreshing and you know now the technology has improved compared to the old resident evil games it was definitely i definitely consider it one of the best um outlast since it was first of the genre that i played in terms of helplessness like i said survival horror 
So that was definitely a staple that I have to say a classic in the horror game genre now. And third best. Hmm. You know, it's a hard one because I played a lot of horror games and you kind of like you love so many of them that you have a hard time picking out which ones could go as third place. I'm still playing through Res- uh, Outlast 2, so I don't want to give it the top, you know. Yeah. I I didn't finish it yet. One game if I had to recommend a third game, it has See, this is more of a suspense horror cuz you're so it's a game called Alien Isolation and it's based off the original Alien series and it's got a mix of both survivalness where you're helpless and non like more actiony where you get a weapon as well cuz the alien AI follows you throughout the game but not it's not a chase it it'll like you so you'll escape it and then you'll walk and it'll break through a vent out of nowhere so and it'll just be looking just around it's you. just it just happens to appear when you don't need it to like when you hope you're like, please don't show up here i really can't deal with your shit right now and bam there it is <laughs> so it's like but you can't attack it you can't do anything to it so you're so helpless you got a flashlight to too <laughs> no well i think you do i can't remember if you do these horror games and flashlights but at the same time you're in a space station so there are other humans other and, players uh, no it's single player oh, okay okay but there are other humans that you could talk to they some of them will befriend you and some of them will try to kill you so you get a weapon you kill them Jeez. or the alien will come and fuck people up and then you're gonna have to bleep that out but the <laughs> the alien will come and like kill up you could you could swear if you want kill all those those people and then you're just like thanks alien and then you're kind of like now you're in my way. Please leave. <laughs> just, so it just show him to the that, side. Like, so you have to hide, and then it's like its tail might hit you, or even the tail will have like just by walking by, the tail will just come in and. So it's kind. It has a like, the game is really well made. You should definitely you know if you want a bit of suspense, it's from the original Alien series, so nothing very grotesque. It's easy to deal with, but it still has that jump scare slash suspense feel to it. I'm not the best with jump scares. I. Uh, <laughs> You know me when I when somebody scares me, I jump, literally jump or throw a punch. You definitely throw a punch. I know that. I almost I almost punched uh, John in the face this one time. We're sitting. I'm sitting in the car with my friend, and John is like, "Hey, I'm gonna scare Alex." He comes up to the window. In my first reaction, because John said, "Ah, he scared me." My first reaction was to throw a punch out the window. Thank God I was far enough. <laughs> yeah. Another time we were playing hide and go seek in the woods. And John and I were just walking and my friend was hiding in the bush. My friend screams and yells, rah! My first reaction was, I put my hand on John's chest, push him behind me, just push him behind me and I just ran. Didn't look back to see if he was okay. After a good 20 meters, I look back and I'm like, oh, wait, let's double check to see if he's okay. I was so thrown aback, literally and... (laughs) figuratively i was just like how could you just leave me here to die you froze you know why because you scared me that same time because right before he scared us you just yelled and my first reaction is to duck yeah yeah but you weren't <laughs> supposed to be scared because you're right beside me I was they were supposed ex- to be scared yeah but i had no warning it just came out of nowhere but back to the topic vr or no vr when it comes to horror games okay they have resident evil 7 on vr and you I it? would die to play it. I will 100% do VR horror games. It just, 
It's another level. It's a whole nother level. And at the same time, it's still a game, right? It's not like I'm saying, hey, put me in a mansion with a serial killer. Watch how I do. It's still a game, but you really get a real, sorry, you really get a real feel yeah. for horror at that point. I would 100% do VR. Man, I can barely do jump scares. VR would give you a heart attack. <laughs> I would knock my head on something for sure. <laughs> Just running away. But speaking about the video game aspect, as well, that's the topic. What would you do to create your perfect horror video game? What would be the perfect game for you? As if you had the chance to design, you're the director, you're the designer, you're just run me through an idea because I'm sure you've played many horror video games and you nitpick things you preferred from each one of them and things you did not like from each one of them. Oh, definitely. See, it would be impossible for me to figure out my own. What would be the best horror game for me is still impossible because the best thing about a horror game is not knowing what's going to happen. So it's really hard to say what I would prefer as my, like, I don't want a game convoluted with, you know, typical zombies or a mass murder on the loose. You know, they have that with um the Friday the 13th game and things like that. I definitely wouldn't do a multiplayer game as my ultimate horror mo- game, but I don't know if I could definitely, you know, depict a perfect one, especially because there is no creativity in me. I have like no bone oh, for creativity. No, you have creativity. When we play games where we have to build things, you build. Oh, for sure. So I, I could definitely do that. But, but that's to, the same idea. To think of like a perfect story where, because I have to think of like, what would scare me? So I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, it, would it be, so for example, what would be some typical scares? Like Slenderman, for example, that's the ominous just body. When you look back, it's just standing there. It's not coming towards you. Was that it's like the one of those things where you every time you look back it gets closer and it's that like creates a weeping suspense. angel. Yeah. Those are the scariest things for me. <laughs> weeping angels? Oh, so for those who don't know what a weeping angel is, it's a statue that every time you blink or look away and then look back, it's closer. And the position move and it's a statue and it can be about to attack you. So you always have to keep an eye on them. Life hack. Googly eyes on the back of your head. <laughs> Would that work? I don't know. Oh man! But so, okay, yeah, perfect monster. Instead of just video game, what was it? What would be a good creature monster concept to, <clears throat> to have in the game in your scenario? So the thing about monsters is you could go two ways. You know, you could definitely go the beast where it's a furry monster. It looks like a big werewolf. It's furry, or it's a big rat. Or it's ginormous, muscular. You know, that's always scary. I find that's more of an action horror movie monster if you're looking for a just pure horror you're always looking for in terms of monster you're looking for grotesque gross that's the point you know like Mm -hmm. inside out skin or multiple limbs or tumor like big tumors pus like like especially now since you know graphics are so good you could really make something look gross kind of like when you look at it, you kind of want to get a little, ooh, a little shiver. You're like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, like when you're peeing. And you yeah, because the then you're either like, fuck, don't touch me. Or you're like, you better die now. I need to kill you. So either kind of game you're playing, still you still have that same like, do not touch me feeling. That gives you kind of like a bit of suspense while you play the game. Okay, so that would be your number one creature or His monster. Ultimate grotesque. You know, something big, but 
you know, it's it has multiple limbs. They're fast. Or is there any creature like that in a video game right now? Probably, if you played Darks, uh, I think it's in Bloodborne. Actually, they have some pretty grotesque monsters. It's not much of a horror game. It's more of an action game, you know. But the monsters are definitely grotesque to the point where you could say that the monsters are horror game worthy. Mm. It's just the game itself doesn't have. It's more actiony. Okay, so what? Speaking about the action stuff, what are some of the biggest mistakes horror games try to do or didn't do? Things that you're like, oh, the game was good, but then they really messed up the game because of this stupid thing. It just ruined the story or anything like that. Or has it been consistent for each game, like as in good or, or bad? A lot of... So if you play horror games where your character can get guns and stuff like that, a mistake that some horror games do is there's always that one OP gun, you know? Mm. That one gun that's yeah, yeah. super strong. Well, if you're playing that this game with that one gun that's super strong... The bad guys aren't scary anymore. Even if they jump out of nowhere and you shoot, you know you're pretty good. That's what that's the it's a thing. safety net. Exactly. Yeah. So they're like some horror games that give you guns that are super powerful and you're kind of just like, this game is easy. Oh yeah, you know, you're you probably be like, oh, it was so fun. But if you're looking to be scared, you don't want to be OP. No one who's OP is scared. You know what I mean? You're yeah, overpowered for a reason. Fine, that's one thing that some horror games do. Um, the one thing I also don't find scary, and I feel like it does happen in mostly horror games that have to do with zombies, hordes. Hordes, okay. Hordes is not scary because you lo- you kind of lose like, um, is too much of that one thing. Exactly, yeah. it's just too much. So it's it's so almost, zombies would be. It starts to become more of an action game at that point because what you're doing is you're just hack and slash until everything's dead, unless you're you're playing a horde game where you actually don't have the resources to kill everything and you're on the run and you got that suspense from trying to hide from as much as the horde as you can or run away or that's different. But I find a lot of games with hordes just becomes a hack and slash and then it's no longer really a scary game. No, that makes sense. So talking about once again, the games, have you ever played any horror games on your mobile phone, your Mm. cell phone or the only mobile horror games I've been able to really find have always been those, you know, you you have a picture in front of you. You're trying to look for a clue just by clicking on it. Mm. It's more of an ambiance horror game. You have to really be into the story because it's a mobile game. I haven't really found any that I've I've liked so far just because I get into it. I play it for a bit. I don't finish the game. It disappears. I stop playing it. I don't have enough. It doesn't, it's not captivating to my mobile in terms of gaming to actually be captivated as if I was when I go home and I'm sitting in front of my computer. I don't want to pull up my mobile and play a game because I'm at home. I want to play yeah. on my computer. That's why. Okay. So for those who are listening, um, what would you recommend a good game for somebody who is kind of intrigued in starting to play horror video games, but isn't into the full I'm going to eat your face and you're going to have broken legs and won't be able to walk kind of games. Just something to introduce him to the concept and horror games in general. Yeah, it's uh, the thing about so the the best way to if you really want to start to get into horror games is, you know, start slow if you have to play Call of Duty zombies, you know, get a good look at what zombies look like, how, you know, when they attack you, when you get swarmed by them. Then move up to games like Slenderman, where 
you know, you could play the whole game. If you don't look back, you're pretty good. But, you know, you could tempt yourself, look back, get scared a little bit. It's not really, it's a short game, right? It's not really, really long. And then, you know, like you move up to these little games where it's more action-y. Then you could start playing games like Outlast or Resident Evil or the pinnacle Amnesia. Of games. If you want to, what you could also do is start with older horror games. You know, lots of older horror games don't have as great as graphics. So you feel a bit less scared because you feel a little more detached compared to video games now. So if you play older horror games, you start to get used to the genre a little. And then you can move up to newer horror games where there's, the graphics are more advanced. You're more intertwined in the story. Things like that. You remember that uh, screensaver on the PC where if you don't touch this, uh, the mouse at all, it goes into this maze thing? Yeah. There was a game like that. I can't remember if it was Doom or uh, a scary game. It scared me for the simple reason. It's not necessarily just the graphics. The graphics weren't great, but for the time, they were great. It's just, you turn a corner, there's a monster right there. It just pops up like, ah, and that scared me as as a kid playing the game. Yeah, Doom. Doom did that a lot. It's It wasn't necessarily a maze. It was the way the game works because you're first person in a super old school like 2D game. It kind of does look mazy like And mm-hmm. then the monsters would just like appear out of nowhere, but... They're, like I said, they're grotesque. They're, you know, like Doom is a well-known like game for horror genre in terms of old school action horror. Yeah. So um, you just gave recommendations for somebody who is trying to get into horror video games. <clears throat> Sorry, video games. Now for people who are veterans so in such sense where they love horror video games, do you have any recommendations for them for a game, whether it's a popular one or an underground game that did should really try as an indie game for example Hmm. it's a little hard just because i find like if you're a horror game veteran you tend to want to play a lot of different kind of horror games so to recommend a game that they haven't played is probably impossible since they've probably played most of them too as veterans but um i just got a new one i haven't started playing it yet it's called oh i think it was called salt and sweat salt and sweat or salt and blood (laughs) <laughs> it is salt a, and sweat sounds not too bad compared to salt and blood <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's something like that yeah. you could google it you'll find it pretty easily it's a metroidvania game that's a genre where you're it's a side scroller it is definitely a hack and slash type of game but it has a more gory grotesque ambiance to it so the background is you know very black and whitish and even though it's a side scroller, you're still like cutting people in half and yeah. it has that monster feel to it as well. So it still has that horror touch to it. But as a veteran, you might want a little something more indie. That'd be a kind of fun to play as well. I get that. Now, this might be an off topic, not off topic, but a little sideball question. So for horror video games characters, how would you feel if they put an actual celebrity as the main protagonist? Like voice acting? Not just voice acting, but like their image and everything. It's their story. And let's say it's, I don't know, Shaq playing in a horror video. Okay, Shaq's a little exaggerated because it's Shaq. Well, let's go with Shaq. Okay, let's go Why with Shaq. Not? Yeah. The thing is, is. Or like Matt Damon or um, Denzel Washington or anything like that in a horror video game. It's out of their element, but. It's definitely out of their element. The thing about that is 
I don't know if I'm alone on this. I prefer my horror games first person. Oh, okay. Just because I find it, you know, like when I could see the person I'm controlling, I feel like jump scares don't hit me as hard. Because you could see your surroundings. I'm not exactly. I'm not the one seeing through the eyes. You know, I'm look kind of looking as a another person watching someone else going through it. So even if it was Shaq, the difference to me as a first person player would just be my character's a little taller. And in a horror game, your characters it's not like a you know, it's not like GTA. Your character's not constantly making comments or talking. So really except for cutscenes, a celebrity character wouldn't bother me at all. And if so if there was a celebrity character for a cutscene, it would kind of just be more of a comedic relief. If it was a third person, like I said, your character doesn't talk that much. You could just you you're looking at the back of their head. You know, you're not looking at a, in front of them the whole time. So even if it was Shaq or Eminem or Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson, it doesn't really make that much of a difference just because the game would play the same. You're looking at the back of the character anyways. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. But if they're voice acted by them and they're just the exact same personality. Then you might even enjoy having your character killed a few times. <laughs> oh, could you imagine if that's just one game where you have 50 <laughs> different celebrities you could play as? And then... You just go with the storyline, and then as they're a all the game. I'm I'm exaggerating here as so he is even better. Game. Imagine a zombie game where, where someone modded the zombies out and replaced them with a bunch of like a list of a hundred celebrities, but they're just mobs of zombies. But instead of zombies, they're all celebrities coming at you. Oh my god, <laughs> Shaq, you my friend. <sighs> brains kind of thing okay. yeah and you're just like oh okay. goodbye shack here's a shovel to the head <laughs> not to the real shack to the zombie shack yeah zombie for of sure of course yeah oh man um do you have any do you want to share your steam account name or your instagram name or anything like that with the public or you want to sure. just yeah no they're the same my steam and my instagram i always leave my steam open to viewers not that anyone watches but you know if anyone would did want to pop in while i was playing a horror game and just watch my gameplay it's yeah, why not? It's a uh, gangster. That's G A N G I S T I R R. Question mark? No, there's no question mark. <laughs> but yeah, and it's the same for Instagram. Instagram or... and Steam. What's the origin of that name? Um, it came from when we were in grade seven or eight. Okay, when we were young kids, and we had we were young kids and yeah. full of imagination. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah, so what I'm also trying to do here is uh, a little different. I'm flipping the interview questions. So do you have any questions for me about horror video games? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm throwing you off the spot. I'm looking for ASL. You're looking for ASL. This is L. No, that's ASMR. <laughs> oh, ASL, my bad. You know, like old school, like uh, oh, my, eight my sex bad, location. <laughs> Because we were talking about <laughs> ASMR right before this podcast. <laughs> I'm oh like, okay, God. yeah. Uh, my age? No, you don't play um, horror games. It's really hard to ask you. I, fine, why don't you like horror games? It's the jump scares, man. You don't feel a thrill from it? You don't feel... You know what? It's also children. In horror video games, the cries and it freaks me out. Because you know what? You're going to probably laugh at me because... Uh, I remember playing a horror video game with my friend Tama. We we're in my basement and we played, maybe it's not even a horror game, Bioshock. <laughs> and the first scene, it, 
is where you come down in this elevator and you walk on this bridge. And then you hear a girl scream. We turned off the game right there. <laughs> Packed it away and sent it back. Oh my god. You're terrible. Okay, so what if we were a group of people? Yeah, yeah. What if we were like three or four people? Would you play a horror game? Yeah, actually, yeah. Because the idea behind that is that, oh, my friend just died. I know not to go there because I won't die if I don't go there. Okay, but what if you were playing it on your own, but with all of us watching? Like, what if you had to play through Outlast, but with three or four of us watching you play? Would you feel less tense? You know what? I feel like I'd be just as tense, but I'd be more inclined to do it. So you're saying you'll do it. You know what? Screw it. Let's let's do it. Yeah. Find me a horror video game and we'll play it. You can you can stream it. You can clip it. Whatever that means. I'm not into. All I hear is like, oh, clip it, clip it. I think it means capture it. In yeah, I think so. In like <laughs> Xbox term or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you find a horror video game, what would you recommend would be a good one for me? Knowing my personality and stuff like that. You know that. what? A good like... I feel like knowing your personality, we don't want to take it too far, like in just pure survival horror, because I feel like you'd get to a point where you're like, yo, I can't continue. <laughs> but like an action horror game where you kind of defend yourself, I feel like you'd feel a little bit better Screw knowing it. that no. you could still like at least try not to get completely screwed. Screw it. Throw me in where I cannot defend myself. Give me that flashlight. The one that's super glued to my hand, which I cannot let go. I will give it a try. Yeah. Just to... Remember that time I tried black coffee? Oh, yeah. You hate black coffee. You tried coffee like... Yeah, I don't drink coffee. Coffee at all. You don't drink coffee at I all. Do it doesn't drink have coffee. to be black coffee. Just and drink even it if you with had no like sugar. six sugars in it and you'd still be like, I can still taste the coffee. It, no, it tasted like wet cardboard. <laughs> just, just for me, personally. And there's a video online of that, and which was, what, four years ago? Yeah. There's also cafeteria coffee, I think, so yeah, that could have definitely been part of the reason why. Yeah, yeah. So any, do you have any other questions for me? No, for... now that you've agreed to play a <laughs> horror game, I think You're I'm satisfied? good. Oh, man. Well, well, I guess we'll have to end the podcast here. Um, so there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thanks, John, for joining um, this podcast. The episode two, just to be clear, which was titled the good kind of jump scare um if you want to learn more about john once again his name on steam and instagram is gangster and uh if you want to be on this show or have any questions at all or even recommendations for john for games that he would like to play or he should play or should not play either one you could send him or send me and i'll send it to him but once again if you have any questions or want to be on the show like i said before you can send me an email at time for your hobby at gmail.com so until the next episode make some time for your hobby take care